thirst is such a blessing. Hunger is a blessing. They are the currency of heaven. Isaiah 55. Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Who can come to the waters but him who thirsts? Who can come and buy and eat but him who has no money? In other words, whoever sees their poverty without God can have God. Whoever has come to the place where nothing else can satisfy them and nothing else is as important as having God. These are the people who can have God. Whoever has come to the place of realizing that their entire strength and wisdom and gift mix are not enough to watch the city and build the house. They are the ones whose cities God will watch and they are the ones whose homes God will build. Whoever has come to the place where the best, most comfortable, safe, luxurious life the world could possibly offer is detestable and hated in comparison to the kingdom of God on earth. These are the people who inherit the kingdom. Spiritual thirst, hunger, brokenness and poverty are a blessing. They are the currency of heaven. If we have them, we can make an exchange. Without them, we go without because we have nothing to transact with. There can be no exchange between heaven and earth without them. We become window shoppers and spectators of the kingdom, gazing in and watching God move, but never partaking and experiencing for ourselves if we don't have them. Are we content to be spectators and window shoppers to the move of God? This principle of being hungry and thirsty is a crazy upside down principle to us because we live in a world that wants to eradicate hunger and thirst. Food and drink must always be on tap, within reach. We have vending machines, our petrol stations have convenience stores, cool drinks are sold to us on the beach. Hunger and thirst are the worst thing to us. When we hunger, we become irritable and we tire easily. Hangry, they call it. We become weak and our strength disappears. But in the kingdom, it is the best thing. We become better when we stay hungry. We get stronger and more powerful. We become more spirit-led and we hear and relate to God better. It's like we don't actually hear or receive from Him without hunger. It's when we lose our hunger and thirst and become comfortable and familiar and satisfied that our spiritual demise begins. The flesh and the spirit are complete opposites on the topic of hunger and thirst. In the flesh, hunger is a problem. In the spirit, it is an asset. Spiritual hunger needs to be cultivated and looked after and matured and become deeper and stronger. So how do we do that? Well, in the flesh, we hunger by ceasing to eat. In the spirit, we get hungry by eating. In the flesh, we become poor when we stop laboring. 
in the spirit, we become poor when we start to labor and travail in prayer. In the flesh, we thirst when we go to dry places and we stop drinking. In the spirit, we thirst when we make a decision to leave dry places and barren lands and pursue God's wells and start drinking. Drinking from the river of God makes us more thirsty for the river of God. To grow in spiritual hunger, we need to eat and drink as much as we can. The more the fuel, the greater the flame. John G. Lake said when he approached the matter of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, he said he did so with great care, but he approached it as a hungry soul. My heart, he said, was hungry for God. And for the next nine months, he sought God day and night for the Holy Spirit. He fasted, prayed, and shed many tears. Needless to say, that his hunger did not go unnoticed. An incredible exchange took place and one of the greatest healing and apostolic church planting moves of God were born, resulting in millions of souls being saved and thousands of people being radically healed and touched. Evan Roberts said, I could sit up all night to read or talk about revival. And he did so for 10 years he just studied revival and then his hungry soul did not go unnoticed a great exchange took place and he saw a hundred thousand souls saved in six months hunger for revival is the precursor to experiencing revival no one stumbles on revival by chance revelation 21 6 says i will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. Saints, this is the season to stimulate our hunger and thirst. Let us eat and drink as much as we can on the topic of revival and let us labor in prayer until we are completely sifted. And the only thing that remains in us is that we want God to come near and we want souls to be saved. And so we pray, Lord, I bow my heart and I bend my knee. Send revival, but start with me. Pour out your spirit in an unprecedented way. May all who hear be saved today. May all who are saved proclaim the way. Lord, send revival and start with me.